That's where they were last year, sixth in pod play. But that North Texas-Western game was very entertaining. And Northern – I mean, North Texas got the win and won the regular season. So they're at least going to get an IT berth out of this. But I'm sure their coach knows he better win three games later this month or that's NIT bound. The good news is, though, we have at least got an idea of what the top two or three teams are going to look uh, like. And you're right, NIT is going to be either taking North Texas or the NCAA. There's uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Got to win the conference tournament, and yep. that's where everybody's focus is right now. Mm-hmm. And even though it's a long way off, I'm sure Danny's already got his plotting going on to what's going to happen. Uh, tune up these two last games, and uh, let's get into Dallas, Jerry Jones's house, and let's let's make it happen for four days. We're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni a little bit later on. Don't forget as well, the Dan D'Antoni Show comes up tonight, 7 o'clock right here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. But I had a chance to catch up with him earlier this afternoon, so we'll hear from him a little bit later on. Also, I talked to Jansen Williams. We'll talk to him. And uh, I've got Jared West's thoughts on a couple of things about the game. But for the most part, UAB, you just can't go down there and beat them. It's very (laughs) tough, especially when – They've got probably one of the best home court advantages in Conference USA. Yes. I'm not saying the officials are the reason Marshall <laughs> lost that game, but maybe I am. Uh, maybe I'm saying it. But I remember Danny in his postgame said the way UAB played the other night was kind of what they expected UAB to play like during the year. And Marshall, even though they had X number of points more than what UAB did, so did the Blazers. So uh, they were both up there a little bit, but uh, the Blazers got it done. Home court, but there won't be any home court in a week. It's all off to Texas. No, no home court. And really, this is a balanced league, top to bottom. The top teams, they're good for a reason. And then there's sort of a cluster right in the middle. And that's where Marshall finds itself. I mean, you look at third place on down. Marshall's one or two games away. And, you know, Marshall's been up and down all year. But they're they're right there. You know, probably going to finish a little bit ahead of what they were projected way back before it started. And I know it's easy to look at the records and say, well, Marshall's got a better record than a couple of those teams in the group one. Well, that might be true. But, again, you're playing different groups of teams. So that's sort of a fallacy in in a way. But still, Marshall, if they can finish strong, they're going to be sixth. That's a pretty good spot to be in. They'll have a good draw the first round, and then they're going to hit one of the buzzsaws, and Danny will be the first one to tell you. If you're going to win the tournament, you got to beat him at some point. So let's bring it on. Well, let's take of our take care of our house first, and then we'll go on from there. So five would get twelve, right? So six would get eleven, right? That's what you're looking at, right? Yeah, now. and you would hope that uh, they could take care of eleven, and then you get into the one through eight do breakdowns, and there are some heavyweights there. But uh, for the most part, Marshall's played with them all. They, you know, they lost to North Texas by three. They lost twice to Western, but they were kind of close. Uh, they only got to play Charlotte once, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's not like they're going to draw a game like that and go, uh oh, we're in trouble. No. The other team might think we're in trouble, playing an unknown. If they ever hit their stride, look out. Thundering her going to Texas next week. And, of course, really not next week. <laughs> They've got to go play UTSA, and they're going to practice on Thursday, and then they're going to leave on Friday. Right. They'll be there for the game on Saturday, and then after that, they're going to head on over to Frisco. Right. They might as well, instead of coming all the way back to Huntington well, and going back down, they're just going over. Well, they're going to have to. Pack, there, there's, pack just well. no, there's just no way to charter no. them to <laughs> no. that game at UTSA, charter them back, and then charter them to Frisco again. There's no. just no way. No. I mean, no. they could do it, but well, how much uh, is that going to cost you? Exactly, and I'm sure they'll just pack a few extra clothes uh, for, for the extended stay, and they'll pack for an extended stay, not just a one-and-done or one-two-and-done, maybe the extended stay through the following Saturday. 
I'm curious how much logistically it costs to do all this. I know. I mean, Conference USA is not a friendly league geographically. No. No. I mean, you think where, where Marshall sits, Norfolk sits, and all the way to Texas, El Paso, which is almost to Mexico, that's not geographically, as you put it, friendly. Luckily, Mar- uh, Marshall will be in Texas for the game, so it's not too far to go. But some of those people got still got a haul to make to get down there. There's got to be eventually a reshuffling here. Yes. Geographically, this conference makes no sense. No, it doesn't. I mean, and some it, of the others this, don't either, but I this know. doesn't make any sense at the all. The tournament site, uh, I know uh, Jerry gives his house away a little bit. I mean, it would be nice to get one a little more centrally located for everybody. The four Texas schools benefit, but, you know, Old Dominion, Norfolk, Charlotte, they got a haul. They have a haul to make. And as you mentioned, it's not cheap. No. No matter when you book, it's not cheap. And you really don't have that much of a bond with those Western teams mm-hmm. or those – West Division teams. Yeah, you played two of them, and that was it. If you got in the pod, you might see one again. Other than that, you won't see them again in the tournament. So they're out there, but you get two at home, two on the road, and that's it. I like La Tech. Yeah. I like them, but I don't want to be in a conference with them if it means i got to be in a conference with UTSA and Rice. And just the travel and UTEP, yeah. the travel's just not worth it anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And, and as you mentioned, travel 2020 is not getting cheaper when you get on an airplane to go here, there, and yonder. They're not lowering airfares. And really, it's more of – it's just no financial benefit. No. The financial gain. If you're West Virginia, you're getting compensated enough. You can overcome going – playing that Big 12 schedule. Yeah. You can overcome that. Yeah. I mean, the check they get in the year, they, they, they can cover some bills. You can charter better. Yeah. But in your Conference USA and you're going out to those – and those Texas teams have to do it as well. Right. So, it's not a one-way street. No. But still, there's got to be some reshuffling here and a way – the tournament for Conference USA, it's more convenient to the tournament host, Conference USA. Yeah. They just drive, what, an hour down the road, and there they are? That, and they're here. I mean, Judy and them have not very far to go. I mean, it's a great facility. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, it's a Jerry, great facility. Jerry gives his house away, but when you turn on television and watch it, you're thinking two gyms at once. Uh, and, and it's not going to be friendly for the Marshall fans to go down there. There will be some that go, but uh, – It'd be a lot easier to uh, stream it. Uh, hopefully, it's on TV somewhere and uh, pull for them. Or if they can't see it, turn the radio on. Listen to Mr. Cotton on your networks. Well, the good news you is will be, you, the networks will be there. Yeah, the good news is the women will be there as well. Right. So if you're going to the tournament, the men and the women will be there. You have an opportunity to go room both on. Right. Right. Because it's one of the few tournaments where the women and the men play at the same time. Most of them, it's the women play this week, men next week. Conference USA decides to play it all at the same time. And the same, you know, we've got the two courts with the net strung in the middle and uh, girls and boys and uh, a lot of basketball played the first couple of days with four games on the males and four for the females. Yeah. Now, this would be an issue for football because of football, you get a once-a-week trip. Right. And then whoever does it, host. So you're either going to go on the road or you're playing home. Right. There's no Neutral. going here, going there. You're either home or on the road, right. so it's a little bit easier of a setup for football. But yeah. outside of football, it's tough on the rest of the teams right. in Conference USA. Right. With all this cross-country travel, I wish geographically this conference made a little bit more sense. And it's, against, it's nothing against UTSA, UTEP, La Tech, Rice, North Texas. It's not against anything it's there. just geographically speaking, it's not conducive. It's like, hey, you're nice to visit, but maybe we can do it <laughs> less often. Yeah. Give me an east, give me a west, maybe one or two crossovers, and that's it. 
So we've got Dan D'Antoni's thoughts about the UAB loss and looking ahead to FAU. We're going to get those when we continue. Also, we'll take your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We are here today at the Union Pub and Grill. You can always join us on Mondays at the Union Pub and Grill because, well, we've got the Monday special, right. fifty bottles, $2 call shots every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. More on the way. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. Basketball coming up on Wednesday at the Cam Henderson Center. Get back to the old Wednesday. Yeah. Just one time, though. I, Just once. I used to not like Wednesday, yeah. but now I do. Yeah. I like the Wednesday. You know, Wednesday, Saturday, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think I miss that more now that I don't have it. Yeah, because it's thir- used to Thursday, Saturday now. Yeah. I wish Conference USA would go to Wednesday, Saturday. Of course, yeah. again, it's the way they've set up the travel. Yeah. You've got travel partners, so you're going to go play one team on Thursday, and then you're going to go travel to the other team on right. Saturday. Exactly. Exactly. Unfortunately, in the pod play, you have no travel partner. No. You just hit the road, Jack. You hit the road, Jack. <laughs> and, of course, uh, the road was not kind to the herd. They faced off against UAB last week. It was a better game than it was last time. That's yes. the fair thing As to say. As he put it, they showed up, but uh, so did UAB. UAB showed up. Some people think the officials showed up. Nope. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I, no. I just think that UAB played better. Marshall was a little deficient in a few errors, a few areas. Yeah. But – Dan was optimistic talking to him today, and here's Dan's thoughts about the UAB loss. Well, UAB game, I thought we played pretty well, a lot better than we did the first time down there. So we definitely improved from the first time. We scored better. Uh, We're still making mistakes at critical moments that that beat us. And uh, if we're going to have a chance, and I think we do have a chance to win the tournament, then we're going to have to have a couple people, two or three people, carry us through those times when uh, it's winning time. And if we can do that, then uh, we got a good chance. Uh, I feel confident that we're as good as any team that's going in there. So that's the message every yeah. day, every week. Hey, we feel good about this. This, this guy is positive. I mean, you know, 500 or so in the league and stuff like that, but at the same time, hey, he's telling you, we're there, we're there. He needs a couple guys when it's crunch time to make the plays that the other team make and then uh, get over the hump. And uh, celebrate. And he's also telling us that every game is winnable. You look at this yeah. conference, there's not really a game on this schedule that Marshall, if the right circumstance presents itself. Yeah, that they can't win. They can't win. Right. And that's Dan's thoughts, that every game is winnable. Well, the top pod, we beat their five teams. We beat two of them. You know, we beat uh, Florida International and we beat uh, La Tech. We had old uh, Western here by 21, three-point game with North Texas. So, you know, I I don't feel like uh, that we're taking a back seat. We just got to have to go improve ourselves. That's what he's telling everybody. Yeah. We can go exactly. out and do this. We got to go out and do it. That's it. Just go do it. Because we remember that game with Western when they had the big lead and all of a sudden the bottom fell out. Uh, the North Texas game, their coaches made the necessary corrections when they got a 60-some point half the week, or two days earlier at, at Western. 
And you know, we, they were on TV yesterday and won it in overtime to win the regular season. And I think they're going to they're gonna be the team to beat. If Danny wins the tournament, they're going to take North Texas down at some point. They will have to take them down at some point. Well, And I'm sure their coach knows they can play with them. They're one of the teams you got to keep an eye out right. for because, again, they won the regular season championship. The good news is they're locked into the NIT if yeah. need be. Yeah. But Marshall and Dan really feels that if you look at this team at this point and still with a couple of games left, that they just still haven't had that game where everybody or all of it just come together. No. You've had a day where the, where the three-point guys go. You've had a day when the rebounders show up. But – all the pieces together, no. In Texas, Danny will see all the pieces come together, and, and it will turn out the right way. Here's Dan's thoughts on all the pieces coming together. No, no it just it seems like for some reason we just, you know, just don't have it fully clicking yet. I don't know. It's from changing up the offense a little bit to accommodate post-ups and center play, but uh, for some reason it just hasn't been as smooth as – I would like, and I'm sure the players would like. But, you know, not over till that last game, and we're still playing. So that's the goal. Go out there and just play into the last game. Yeah, they're, you know, they are playing different this year with, with the big boys down low, up and inside and outside last year with Elmore and CJ. A little different style of play, uh, still adjusting to it. And uh, there are times when it looks pretty good, and other times it's like, what are you doing? So uh, I'm sure Danny will, like, let's get on the same page at least – Wednesday night to start with, and then we'll give something to think about going to Texas. So the herd right now sitting in the sixth spot, as we've talked about a couple of nights ago, they weren't sitting in the sixth spot, but things have gone their right. way since. And all they have to do is win out now, and they will be the number six team. They will won the group. Right. No trophy provided, but you'll win the group. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Jansen Williams earlier in the day, and he he echoed that, and we'll hear that later. But here is um. Here's Danny talking about still being in that sixth spot. Well, we're in the same spot we were. We're in the same spot we were last year. We're at the sixth spot, top spot in the second pod. Now, would I like to be in the top pod? Sure, but we're not, and we're only like a game of win-loss record from the two of the top five pods. So, you know, it is. It's a tough league all the way through. Anybody can beat anybody. So, uh, there's a lot of balance. We just got to go out there, and that's what makes basketball fun is we got a chance, and we just need to go out there and go in like we did a couple years ago and come out with a big prize. Optimistic. He is optimistic. Yeah, I would be too. There's a couple of those. I'm sure the teams in the league uh, looking at Marshall know, like, uh, if they connect on all cylinders, we're going to have our hands full, inside, outside, and uh, they will have their hands full. Now, this next soundbite, Again, Dan talking to us earlier this afternoon. I had to do a double take on this because I thought I heard this sound bite <laughs> last week. Yeah. And maybe I have. It's just mentioned UAB. But uh, here's Dan's thoughts on this week's opponent, FAU. Well, I just finished watching the Florida uh, Atlantic game. We didn't play very well. We, were, we couldn't score. We weren't moving the ball. There wasn't a lot of energy. We still hadn't had our starting lineup set. That was still in that area almost like UAB where we couldn't score there, which second time we went down there, we scored. They played extremely well shooting-wise to beat us, but uh, I think we're a lot more uh, – have a lot more flow with our offense now. and We just – they have three little guards that are really good, 
and they got a couple big men that are, you know, that do a decent job inside, and they're a good ball club, and uh, we'll have to go out there, and this could be a good ball game, so I hope everybody will show up and support this team. Almost sounds like last week when I was talking to him about <laughs> yeah, UAB. Just switch the initials. Just a little bit, switch the initials there. By the way, uh, that game was on the road, so he added the whole hope you show up bit. Yeah. Other than that, I thought that was last week's uh, philosophy. He is locked in on what he needs to do. Well, I remember when they made the Florida trip, I thought FIU might give him trouble. They beat the FAU and then went the other way the regular season. So now they have a chance to make up for some, uh, anim- some things that happened the first time around to see if they can atone for it. And he, he's done his homework. He knows what it's going to take. they got good guards. He said this, the inside guys do enough. So uh, we had to do just a little bit more than they do. And They're the ones traveling, not us. Yeah, that's the good news yes. there. But at the same time, Marshall's had to travel to Texas and then come <laughs> back. I mean, really, yeah. they've traveled to Texas. Well, they traveled to Texas. They, right. were, in, they were in Alabama. Sorry, I got my two uh, Conference but USA schools to, mixed. But yeah. still. They had to travel a little bit, and then they come back, and then they got to travel again. Right. And I don't know, you know, if the travel's going to catch up with them. The good news is they had a few days, and they're practicing now this week. They yeah. weren't able to do that until yeah. today. Right. I heard him talk about it after the game. He says we're traveling them hours off, off back work Monday. So, and they're playing Wednesday. So, uh, see what happens. They've been pretty good on a two day rest, two day planning period. They're Plus, they already had a little scattering report. Yeah, yeah, they're going to have to be. Yes. I mean, they've seen the opponent, so they're right. going to have to be ready on a two-day notice. Exactly. And then that two-day notice for the other team, one of those days will be spent getting up here. they have to travel from Florida to here, so the burden's on them. UTSA is probably smiling right now because they <laughs> – the good news for them is they can sit and wait. Yeah. They don't play Wednesday? Well – they still get to play host to Marshall on Saturday. Right. That's so, going to be the yeah. disadvantage for them Yeah, is the fact that you've got a situation where Marshall's got to just upend what they do now. they got to haul and get out there. Yeah. And I'm sorry, traveling to Texas is not fun. No. And you got to travel to Texas and then travel some more to stay in Texas when it's all said and done. So – Big suitcase, big suitcase, uh, and and enough to stay a long time and make it worth the stay. You've done it once before, and so the players, some of the guys are around them, they know what it takes. And give you the travel itinerary for UTSA. This is the week they've got Old Dominion. They're at Old Dominion. So they've got to go across they got to travel too. Yeah, they, <laughs> they got, got to travel too. They've got to cross-country run. They're going to play on Wednesday, and then they're going to travel. Maybe they can just pick up Marshall on the way and just um, <laughs> yeah. drop them off. Get one plane and double up. But uh, so they got to come all the way to Virginia, then go back and get ready to play for Marshall. So both of them are going to be pretty much wore out. Yeah. The difference is UTSA doesn't have to stay in a hotel room. No. They can no. stay in their own bed. They can no. practice their practice schedule. It'll be all familiar to them. Yeah. And these are important games because you look at the Conference USA standings right now. Marshall, as we mentioned, sixth. They've got the old. They've got the Old Dominion tiebreaker right now. Eight right. and eight, Old Dominion. They've got the tiebreaker there. Right. UAB at eight and nine. If they would catch up, Old Dominion would not have the tiebreaker, but UAB would. And then you've got FAU at eight and nine. So this is an important game for them. Right. And then UTSA sitting at seven and nine. Right. So they're all having consequences with a W or an L. They're hoping to be nine and nine, and Marshall is hoping to be 9-8 and eight and then 10-8 and eight and just yeah. be locked into that sixth seed. So you can get whoever comes out 11, we, we'll meet them. 
Southern Miss, Rice, and UTEP all battling for those final spots, I don't think Middle Tennessee is going to catch up no. because um, you've got UTEP and Rice at 6-10, and 10, Southern Miss is 5-11, and 11, and Middle Tennessee is 3-13. I don't think there's enough games. No. No, they're not going to catch up and, at all. And whoever the one you mentioned before that with five is going to need a little bit of help because yes. the two sixes are thinking like, mm, if we can win one more, we'll have to do it. They'd have to sweep, we'll have two, and then maybe they get a tiebreaker. It's going to be out of these three, UTEP, Rice, Southern Miss. Right. One of these schools staying home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, so. which team would it be better? See, Southern Miss has faded. Southern Miss has lost their – They came out strong, didn't they? They've lost the last two. Yeah. And UTEP has won the last two. Right. Rice is on a one-game winning streak, and Middle Tennessee has lost one. Right. So, it's not doing Southern Miss. Because Southern Miss was above the fray here before they got into this thing. Yeah. And now they're, yeah, they're on the outside. Their way back yeah, down. yeah, they're working their way back down. <laughs> supposed to work your way up, not down. Yeah, that's the point. Right. right, you're supposed to work your way up, not down. And unfortunately for Southern Miss, they're going to end up not going to the conference tournament. Middle Tennessee, pretty much a, a deadlock, not yeah. going. So no. Rice and UTEP. Hey, the good news is they don't have to travel far. No, no. When it wraps up on uh, Saturday, they just load them up and head on a few miles east, and uh, they're at the tournament site. As opposed to some of them having to go quite a distance. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, and when we continue, we're going to hear from Jansen Williams. I had a chance to catch up with him earlier this afternoon. Want to get his thoughts on the game at UAB and looking ahead to FAU. We'll hear from him, and later on as well, we'll get a couple of thoughts from Jared West about the UAB game and just the fact that the herd. Good news, sixth place right now. All you have to do is win out. So UAB really didn't ding them too bad. But you still got to take care of your business, right. and we'll hear from Jared later on in the program. We'll update you on who won Conference USA Player of the Week. I'll give you a hint. No one on Marshall's team won it. No. So that's your hint. No. We'll talk about it more when we continue on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of the program today. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. Marshall basketball getting set for FAU Wednesday night. We'll have that for you right here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. Guess what? The Thundering Herd, after that Saturday and then after that tournament time, it's tournament time. It's finally here. It's March. Happy March. Two weeks from Sunday, Selection Sunday. Unbelievable. Is it really two weeks from Sunday? Yeah, it's hard to believe, isn't it? Happy March, everyone. It's, it's a oh, national holiday. Sunday. I think it's a week from Sunday. Well, I forgot Sunday was you know, the leap year. March 1st, actually, Sunday. So it was two weeks from that Sunday, I think. Because when Marshall plays the tournament on Saturday and a few games on Sunday, yeah, and it, they that'll come be on it. TV and say, here's where they're going. That'll be it. Here's where they're going. Hopefully we're talking about a Marshall in the NCAA yeah. tournament, but if that's wonder not where, the If case. they ever snuck up and won it, wonder what, you know, they're going to ship them out 13, 14, 15, 16. I think they'd be a. Like, I think they'd be a thirteen or fourteen yeah, seed, maybe. Yeah. And maybe not sticking with West Virginia this time. Well, like it did two you, years ago. You do that partially because of geography, right? And that didn't work out know. two years ago. All the way in California. I don't know, man. I think the NCAA has a sense of humor. I really do. Yeah. I mean, because again, 
They stuck them in the same group. In California. And then in soccer, they stuck West Virginia in the same group. And then yeah. that's, again, geography. Yeah. You I mean, got to think it's, um, well, history repeat itself. It's not one of those situations where, hey, let's put these two together. And they pretty much said they won't play one another under their circumstances. So we'll make them play. Well, West Virginia will play Marshall yeah. if Marshall travels and plays in Morgantown. Which, no. And Marshall says thanks, but no thanks. And so there is an avenue. How bad do you want the game? Right. Do you want to go and be West Virginia's guest? Or, <laughs> or do you want to not play that game? Yeah. Right I'm now, good with it not being played. Yeah. Life has continued without it. I'm good with that. Yeah. I really am good without it. Yeah. I don't obsess over it. No. I mean, once upon a time as a youngster, I'd be like, yes, let's play this game. But now. No, I don't care. Hey, it's, it's just Absolutely. On schedule and it's not on schedule. Move on. Hey. I wish you well. Yep. Good luck. Hope you have a great season. Yep. If we meet, we so meet. So if not, it. have a great season. Yep. Because I can't spend all day. No. I can't spend that time. Wishing, wishing, wishing. Knowing no. It, it won't come to fruition. I can't devote the headspace to it. It's no. not worth it. It really no. isn't because, really, it doesn't matter at the no. end of the day. No. Marshall's going to play a representative enough schedule. They are going to play a representative enough schedule. People are a little bone and groan about the one game they come to Charleston and play, but so be it, and that's it. Best wishes, as you mentioned. Hey, best wishes up north, best wishes to Marshall, and let's play. Exactly. You want to yeah. play, you want to play. If yeah. you don't if you don't want to play, you don't want to play. Right. And that's fine with me. I tell you, a guy that does want to play. Jansen. Jansen West. I'm Jansen West. I wish Jared he was Williams. Jansen West. <laughs> Jansen West. I'm sure Jansen wants to make up for a few things. Uh, he had a good game here, and then he had a foul out. And the first time at FAU was not good for any of them. So I'm sure Jensen probably said, I want to make up for it. Yeah. And I start talking to Jansen Williams. Yes. I have to tell him that. I called him Jansen West. I'll have to tell him I did that. Yeah. But Jansen and I agreed that it was a competitive match against UAB. They're a great team. Um, You know, the past two games, last time we went down there, it's always been a fight. Um, Could have caught some calls come our way that we we thought we should have. But overall, We've got to play better basketball. Um, they're a competitive team. I mean, I, I, I got to give it to them. They, uh, they, one thing that they gave us, uh, one thing that was hard for us to to guard and you know come adapt to was was them closing out really fast. Um, we throw it into Iron. If they doubled Iron, and Iron would kick it out. They'd come out and close really fast. So um, we just got to match match our their tempo. We got to we got to play our game, and you know everything will be fine. If you got them on, say, a neutral court, might be a different outcome. They're just tough to play. Absolutely, um, especially at home. They're, they're a tough team to play at home. But 100%, I believe, we're a better team than that, than they are. Um, and we're going to come out there and we're going to show them. Coming up this week, you're at home. You're taking on FAU, second time facing them. The good news is you're at home. It's the final regular season game, so you should have a, a great home court advantage. Yeah, this is the last game, home game. Hope everybody comes out. Um, it's going to be a great crowd. It's going to be a great atmosphere. It's going to be a great time for a great game. And, you know, we'll give some FAU. Uh, you know, we played them, was it, man, it's been a while back. It's like three weeks ago or something like that. Um, they're a great team. Uh, they got a really good post. Um, kind of a similar game to us. And, you know, come in here, help us cheer us on and get this win. How challenging is it? you got to face a team, and you have a couple of times now, the second time, 
This time you're playing FAU here, so that's the only thing that's different. You had Old Dominion here for the second time. You played UAB for the second time there. I mean, finally, it feels like you're just get, getting a return game. You know, how I think about it, and what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, it's it, you'd think it'd be easier since you've already played them. You're like, okay, so well, I know what to look forward to. Like, you know, I know, I know exactly what to look forward to. I know what to look for. But what what you don't think about is that this is their second time playing you as well. So they know what to look for as well. So, you know, you know some things that they watch film just like we do and they fix everything just like we do. So it's just, it's going to be a brand new game, similar faces. That's it. Looking at the standings, still sixth place. So everything you want and this group still attainable. I love the sixth place um, spot. I love the, I love the spot that we're in. Um, I think that's, if, if you're not in the, if you're not in the front, this is probably the best place to be. I know that sounds weird, but there's a lot of positives that come with being this pl the place that we are now. I mean, if we can come out and win these two games, that'd be crucial. The good news is you're playing this one at home, but as we've talked about in the past, heading out to Texas after that for UTSA. Yeah, the Texas trips aren't the funnest, but um, we've scouted UTSA and we're really looking at UTSA to get that win um i need that win i gotta i gotta get a win in that gym um but yeah it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough tough flight everybody's backs hurt a little bit um school's catching up and uh it'll be good that we'll be able to stay in texas you know after after we beat utsa knock on wood uh we'll get to stay out there and then uh go over to uh what was it frisco and we'll get to relax a little bit so it won't make the tri texas trip as bad as it has been so really looking forward to it some teams, some players might think that that's a little undue adversity because you're going to Texas. No one else has to really deal with the travel that you're dealing with. You seem to be relishing it. Absolutely. Well, we got four teams that are from Texas. You know, Texas is a big state, so it's still still a ways to go to Frisco for some teams. But a couple teams have really good advantages being close to Frisco. So us adding us to the list. Um, you know, with our competitors, you know, from the Florida schools to West Kentucky to Charlotte, UAB, um, we'll be there. Thank God. Uh, it, it, some people can say it's an advantage. Some people can say it's a disadvantage. Uh, I say it's an advantage. Absolutely. It'll get us relaxed and, you know, focused on the next, the next journey that we have to go on as a team, and that's the conference tournament. That's Jansen Williams from earlier this afternoon. He's... Yeah, the jet lag will be limited this time. Yeah. The second time around, stretch from – UTSA to Frisco instead of Huntington to there, which you're on the plane a little bit longer. Just a short hop, and uh, they can relax and rest up and uh, get their work in and, and go from there. Still, I mean, wouldn't it be better, though, if they could go home? It would be. And then come back? Yeah, but I'm sure way, way, way back they said, this is what we're going to have to do to do it. Make plans for it. And I'm sure they will. Jansen, uh, he's very excited. He says, Nalka Wood, take out uh, UTSA, short hop over to uh, Frisco, and then uh, six seed, let's roll the ball out and see what happens. Marshall, FAU, we'll have it for you coming up mm -hmm. on Wednesday right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I've got Iron Bennett from tomorrow, for tomorrow. Okay. From today, for tomorrow. I've got him. Good. So I'm sure Iron's first thing was probably, let me stay in the game. <laughs> I mean, you know how it goes. I'll tease this for tomorrow. I asked him about him saying that he wanted to get UAB. It didn't go the way he wanted. Okay. That'll be the first thing we talk about tomorrow. I will be tuned into that one, buddy. Okay. Quick conversation with Iron. We'll hear that tomorrow. Plus, uh, I'll have some feedback from Jared West and 
the sheriff himself, Andy Taylor. So we'll hear from yeah. him. Yeah. Andy's one of those guys that's got to raise it up a, little, a notch or two, and I'm sure he'd be the first one to tell you that. I do have a couple of sound bites from Jared West. I'll tease you for tomorrow's show when we come back from break on what Jared talked to us about. So we'll tease you with that tomorrow's show. We'll have Jared, Andrew, Iron, me. And you'll hear a little bit of Jared when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you one final time on this Monday. Jared, a little tease with Jared? Yeah, you know, let's do that. Okay. We can do that. I got Jared West talking earlier today. And coming up on tomorrow's show, as is what we call a tease in the business here, we're going to hear a conversation I have with Iron Bennett. Also, we'll hear a little bit from Andy Taylor, the sheriff himself, and right. we'll hear more from Jared. Jared. And, of course, we'll hear some of the stuff on Wednesday as well right. as we have well, our pre- tip it off. Yeah, we got a pregame show we do. That's one thing about I like about Jared. He's your true, true what I call two-way player for 94 feet. So they throw the ball inbounds. He's got the guy, prima donna, and he's going to guard him as long as he's on the floor. I just got to decide, are we doing a show on Wednesday? Because that means I've got to hire Jason Toy, and he's <laughs> he's expensive. Uh-oh. Yeah, for an extra hour, I got to hire him for an Uh-oh. extra hour. He's expensive. So, um, talked to Jared earlier, Jared West. I thought he had a good game. He yeah. always has a good game. Sometimes they're better. Sometimes they're a little, little lower than you expect from him. But he's always consistent. And I just want to get Jared's thoughts about the UAB game. And we might hear that tomorrow. Right. Okay, so I'll tell you what. Um, while I figure out what happened there, because, again, this is a tease that's failing miserably for right. tomorrow. But, you know, you've had a tease here a few minutes ago. Yeah, a tease. About college basketball players coming up. But you also got the high school coming up. Girls next week, the boys the following week. I'll let you talk about that, Dave. Those, those two. And then this past weekend I, had, I was over to Civic Center when they had the state wrestling tournament. Or as it's been called, the Parkersburg South slash Point Pleasant Invitational because they steamrolled their divisions. It was impressive. Uh, championship night on Saturday, John Bonecutter for Point Pleasant. He just sat out there. He had 10 in the finals. 1-6, had 10 in the finals. He just, instead of having to run back and forth, he just sat and waited until the next match was called. Good crowd for that again? It was a very good crowd, very full. Um, Parkersburg people for South, good turnout. Point Pleasant had the whole side of the building over there. I've always said if you're going to get a bank, Friday and Saturday was a good time to do it because all the Point Pleasant people were here. They were all here. They they have really made that thing grow. And judging by their middle school, their youth program, they're going to be a tough team to unseat. John's going to have a, uh, quite a run. I don't know if it's good as Oak Glenn had when they won 13 in a row, but he's going to have quite a run. And I don't know who is going to take down Parkersburg South. I don't. I just don't see it. That agree- Although Braxton Amos did graduate. So it, you can throw out 24 points before they even show up. They did have a great crowd for the youth tournament the week before. Yeah. And let me tell you, going into Roosters, it was it was hard. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard. I just wanted to take out order. You changed your mind? No, oh. no. No, I wanted to take out order. Uh, I still have a way. You did not want to stay. No. No, I just wanted to take out order. It was yeah. hard to get a seat. Yeah. They were hopping. And, boy, you know what? My Hats off to those folks over at Roosters. Yeah. They were working it. Yes. They were making sure everybody was happy because yeah. – 
I think all the wrestling tournament went the Roosters afterwards. Yeah, it's, it's only a what block and a half. Just about. Yeah, just about. Okay, so I now have Jared West talking about the UAB, UAB game. Okay, here's Jared West on the game. Yeah, um, UAB is a tough game. Obviously, a lot different than the first time we played them. You know, the first time we couldn't buy a bucket, and now this time we scored 80 points but gave up 88. So, uh, two different dynamics to the game, really. But um. I thought our flow was good. I thought our offense was good. Um, we made some shots. I feel like for the most part, we just didn't get enough stops and rebounds really to uh, win the game down the stretch. But um, you know, these next two games are also very important. Uh, again, we haven't beat. We lost FAU. We lost to UTSA. We get FAU here in front of our home crowd on Wednesday, so that's going to be really big for us. And um, you know, we can still put ourselves in a position to get the sixth seed if we just win these next two games. So um, we really need to be focused on looking forward. So, Jared, looking ahead, yeah. UAB, I thought it was a good performance. Yeah, it wasn't goes, a winning performance, but it was good. Yeah, he goes, we scored 80, but unfortunately we have 88. And we have a chance to play the two teams that beat us on, on their floor, and they want to, you know, one here, one there. So he wants to make up for UAB. I mean, I'm sorry, F-A-U, and then go down to UTSA and make up for that one. Uh, not quite the shooting performance they had hoped, but uh, next time around, see what happens. They both know what they're going to do to each other, and the Marshalls just have to do it a little bit better than FAU or UTSA. Yeah, and the good news is, and they've done it. They've done it before, and here's the other good news: they woke up this morning, yeah. looked at the standings, and said, "Hey, we're in sixth. We can stay there." And here's Jared talking about still being sixth. A lot has happened in the last couple of days, you know, with the standings and where pot play started to now. So it really just goes to show how much how important every game is. But um. You're right. At the same time, you know, we're back in the sixth spot, and we have an opportunity to, to really keep that if we win the next two games. So um, that should be our main focus. Obviously, we need to learn from UAB, but we don't want to dwell on that or think about it too much because um, FAU is the most important game we got right now because it's the next game. And um, them and UTSA are two good teams that we really uh, have. A, I feel like we have a chance to beat both teams, so we just got to um, stay focused and get these two wins. Where have I heard that before? Uh, a bunch of times. But he's, he's right on. He's spot on. Uh, and he'll be one of the key figures to pull that off. Scoring on one end and making it difficult for the other good team's best player to produce. Yeah, and I like how Jared really is focused and positive. He is. You can I mean, never really get him down. That kid is ready to go next game, doesn't I mean, matter what. He is your true two-way player, and when the game is over and you're thinking he spent 94 feet guarding a guy and then 94 feet coming down and the game's over, uh, he's got to be tired. I know he's only a t uh, teenager and stuff, but he he gives it all. He's laid it all on the floor. And I like Jansen's explanation yeah. of what was going on earlier because he explained it. Look, yeah, we go into Iron. Iron can't get it in. He kicks it out. Then they swarm. Yeah. They got it a little quicker than passed. You know, Iron, they kick it out and shoot. No, UAB was there with an answer to keep that from happening. Is that scheme? Is that schematics? Is that athleticism? That's a little bit of both. Probably the UAB coach putting it together. Uh, from what they did the first time around and say, okay, we make it tough for Iran. Their second best option is three-point land or whatever. We make it tough one. Now, they got 12, I think, but still. they Even though they got them, they challenged them. The old hand in the face, as we would put it. Not a, not a free one, just a hand in the face and, and make them earn it. I still liked Iron's game. I yeah. thought he had a great game. Yeah, he was a double-figure guy. He played well. He uh, went the distance. Uh, it's just uh, their guys had just a hair more than we than Marshall did. And honestly, I thought that might have been his best game. Yeah, two-way, yeah. All the way, him. Of course, T. 
Tavion's going to get his, but at the same time, I kind of wish maybe you take Tavion out for just a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Let him look at the game from the bench, watch it, see what's going on, get him back in. But let him do it. They had a problem. Darius George wasn't available to him. Yeah. So whatever he had to eat, that's the way <laughs> that's the way it came put, down. Basically yeah. he ate something, didn't agree with him, and he wasn't available for no. that game and that limited what Danny could do. Right. And and then those pieces when they're not available or having an off night, it kinda clarifies their situation. Darius is available. Uh, the two foreigners are available is one thing, but if they produce, then you have not eight to nine guys producing. If they don't, Mike Byers, then you're back down to a five or six man, you know, producing. And the other side has eight or nine doing it. You, it's going to be hard. It's like it's like the wrestling. Parkersburg South brings 14 people, 12 of them play, six of them win. You're not going to beat them unless you can match them. You're not going to beat them. And if Marshall can't match them, they're not going to beat them. We'll find out Wednesday. Yep. Cam Henderson Center for it's going to be. 7 p.m. Yes, sir. I'll be there. You'll be there. I've seen you there. You'll be there. You 6 o'clock or 5.30 when you come on? We're going to probably come on if we do the show Wednesday because what we usually do is uh, pregame is going to be half an hour okay. before uh, Steve goes on the air. All right. So tips at 7. Steve would go on the air at 6.30. We would go on at 6 for the pre-pre-game. Right. Okay. right. And probably – when he signs off, you come on. Yeah, we'll probably either – I'll probably either have a best-of show. The <laughs> <laughs> best-of. We'll, we we'll see what happens. Okay. We, we'll see you what – You have time to script it. Yeah, we'll have some – yeah, we'll have some options here right. at five. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll not leave you hanging here. We'll figure yeah. out what we're going to do. Uh, because, to be quite honest, uh, this is the last game. I think we're going to be there a long, a long time. Yeah. It's going to be senior day without any seniors, seniors. on the roster. <laughs> Cheerleaders, band members. Yeah. People who work in the equipment room, yeah. things of that nature. Yeah, yeah those and guys, he, gals, Neil, need to be honored still. Know, and the post game after we leave, uh, you know, you're up on the radio, and uh, I get home, I turn it on because somehow the players that find their way into the media room somehow find their way back up to you. Well, or, or some guys that don't get to go to the media room find their way to you. Uh, Y'all make it happen, and, and it's very beneficial. Well, we're pretty lucky. Yeah, we've got a few people who yeah. help us out, make it happen. Yeah. So we're pretty lucky there. Yeah. And, of course, uh, if Marshall wins, yes, you're going to hear from somebody. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be more than willing. Maybe I'll get the <laughs> iron again. There you go. Or, or Jansen. We'll get him up there. Yeah. Depends on has a – basically, if you have a really, really good game, you go in the back. Right. And if you have a really good game, not really, really, but just really. You come up. You come to me. Yeah. If you have a really good game, you go to the back, then come to you. Yeah. Because like you say, the last time game, you'll be there a while. I'll be there a while. You'll be there a while as yeah. well, mm-hmm. because of course, hopefully we're talking about a long trip in Texas for him. Yeah, going we'll to Texas, feeling good. Yeah, I'd hate to just go to Texas and hang out for a day in Frisco and then you know, you, go you, home. You, you take down FAU one revenge game, UTSA coming up. Uh, you head to Texas for for an extended stay, but one that you uh, have a way of making very beneficial. The extended stay. Conference USA Player of the Week in softball. Can you guess who it is? Marshall Player. It is Marshall Player. We kept losing softballs down there again. Can you guess who it is? Uh, I think it was Maya Stevenson. It is Maya Stevenson. Yeah. You're the choice. They're putting up some numbers. Yeah. Well. I'm sure you're reading it. It's like opponents cannot keep the ball in the park. It's incredible what they're doing. No. Softball's doing well. They are back in action on Wednesday. They had to change their schedule around. So they're back in action on Wednesday. Of course, more details on that. Herdzone.com is always where I tell you to go. But 
How about that? 5-0 weekend and yeah. Maya Player of the Week in Conference right. USA. Yeah. Could have been a number of people, but they picked one that came out of Huntington and uh, they're scoring. Worst gonna, comes to worst, they'll outscore you. That's going to do it for this edition. For Jason Toy back in the studio. For Dave Walsh, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.